Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Here's a good idea. Have a point. It makes it so much more interesting for the listener. That it does. Welcome back to At Your Service. Brad Young in with you this evening until 10 o'clock. And, uh, you know, the man who helmed Overnight America for more than four years right here on Camo X, Ryan Recker, he packed up his night shift belongings and moved to midday right uh, about a year ago. So since Ryan still has legions of fans who listen after the sun goes down, I reached out to Ryan to uh, join us this evening. Hey, Ryan, welcome to the airwaves when the sun is down. (laughs) How are you, Brad? I'm doing great. It wasn't a problem for you staying up this late, was it? No. Well, kind of. So my average (laughs) night's Before, I would just be drinking coffee and getting ready for the show. But now I fall asleep on the couch by about nine o'clock. Oh, so you're like 80 percent of Americans now. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. I I, I, uh, find myself watching or I shouldn't even say that. I, I lay next to my wife who is watching something, probably a trashy reality show. And I normally look at my phone up until the time I get sleepy and fall asleep at nine. Good. Well, if you want to, if you want to knock her out at night, just uh, watch any Star Trek episode. It makes my wife fall asleep in like ninety seconds. <laughs> Have they come out with Picard season two yet? No, but it's going to be dropping next month. So uh, okay, catch that on uh, Paramount Plus. But hey, before we get into anything else, Ryan, I was trying to think, what is the quintessential Ryan Wrecker? And this is what this is what really occurred to me was this. Well, this is, seems like a different version of it. You see, when I put that together, I yep. edited the song so it uh, got to okay. the, uh, that part quicker. Gotcha. Gotcha. But it's Friday somewhere, not here. And I got to tell oh. you, when I, when I started filling in for you uh, and then started with At Your Service right when you left, I had all kinds of people texting me, calling me, saying, play Friday. And I, oh. I said, no, I really can't because I ate like two hours ago and I don't want to mess up the studio. <laughs> I miss doing that. I forgot that this would be about the time we would play that Rebecca Black song. There's so much I miss about doing the night show 
And I wonder often about the listeners that were only up at night that would call into the show. I wonder how they're doing. Well, that's why I wanted to have you on tonight, not to talk about any specific issue necessarily, but just because if folks can't necessarily catch you during the day, I wanted just to allow them to uh, to catch up with you this evening. But one thing I do want to ask you about, because when you moved to midday, of course, you're on every day St. Louis Talks with uh, Bo Matthews and Carol Daniel. You stepped into the slot formerly held by Rush Limbaugh. And today is the one-year anniversary of his death. So my, I guess my question is, generally, how do you think Rush changed talk radio, and what did he mean to you personally? Yes, and St. Louis and KMOX is kind of in a unique spot because this is what you'll hear from a lot of people in radio. They'll say that if it wasn't for Rush Limbaugh, talk radio wouldn't exist today. But when you think about how St. Louis, in particular KMOX, and the impact it's had on talk radio, KMOX being really the first commercial station that made talk radio into an entire format yes. as a radio station. And it has that um, it has that prestige. It has that history behind it. Because since then, so many other talk stations took the model of KMOX and replicated it. And there's no doubt in my mind that is the thing that got Rush Limbaugh interested in talk radio. Now, the thing that Rush did a little bit different is that when you would hear at your service or the different, uh, you know, sports open line programs on KMOX, more interview based. Let's try to talk about what's in the news with the experts. Let's look at what's going on with the politics of St. Louis. Rush did it a little bit different. He was more monologue and he wanted to hear directly from the people and he wanted more opinion than news. And he made it extremely entertaining and he made it very funny. And he talked a lot of national politics as well. And that was something that wasn't it was done by talk show hosts, but not to the same entertainment value that a Rush Limbaugh produced. He wasn't trying to be super shocky. But even though a lot of the things that he did was controversial, but he wasn't trying to be that way. He was trying to be funny. And what he did was put together something that a lot of conservatives and Republicans looked at as, hey, this is something I'm not hearing from our own people. Mm -hmm. And he's making a lot of sense. And it's just entertaining. And people would get together and listen to the shows in public. They, there would be public listening sessions and parties to listen to Rush Limbaugh, something you didn't really see. And I think that kind of changed the direction of talk radio into a more conservative way because of the popularity of Rush Limbaugh. And I think that's his big impact from it. Did, did you ever just listen to him personally? And did he impact you at all? I mean, you were getting into radio when he was already uh, well-established. So did that influence or impact you in any way? What influenced me about Rush was his... Uh, his ability to, to bounce back. So he went through some tough times. He had addiction issues and he was off the air for a long time. And I think a lot of people wrote him off and they said, that's kind of the end of an era. Um, he's not going to be able to come back from this because he, I mean, he fought addiction. And what I really admired most about him is that he had a resurgence in his career. And not only that, but when he came back, he was sounding fantastic. And I, and forget about the, um, addiction side of it he even fought hearing loss he was going deaf cochlear and, implants and towards yep. the end he had the cochlear implant that helped him but still had a lot of issues when it came to hearing 
And he was able to overcome all of these different things. And by the time he came back and kind of reinvented himself in a way, he honestly, he talks about the people that he admires in America and, and what you can do in a country like America where you can make something of yourself if you work hard enough. And he was someone that already made something of himself. And then he did it again mm-hmm. after all Good of uh, his addiction issues. Good then he point. did it again after hearing loss. And he stayed on top. He's absolutely the goat of talk radio, the greatest of all time for many different reasons. But those things are what I admire. You're exactly right. Hey, I got some more questions here for you, Ryan, but we're coming up on a break. Can you stick around through the break? Sure. Fantastic. Ryan Recker here back in his uh, back of the big chair for at your service. Actually, when he was here, it was, of course, Overnight America. We even had one person just text in Ryan. Ryan, I miss you so much. Quote, sleeping with the radio on, unquote. Oh, boy, yes. Yeah, so we're going to catch up with Ryan a little bit after the break. Brad Young at your service on X. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Of course, we've got the legendary Ryan Recker on the phone, who's even got some phone calls in this evening. Hey, uh, Dane from Edwardsville, welcome to KMOX. Good evening, and good good evening, Mr. Recker. <laughs> I haven't heard from Dane in a while. Hello. I'm doing fine, and uh, li- I like listening to you in the, mor- in the morning. Kind of miss you at night, but, though, but I, I listen to you in the morning, and then I switch and listen to another talk show on after uh you're off at two o'clock well dane didn't you tell me you're moving to texas 
Yes, I've already put the apartment in, but I'm just waiting for them to say that the apartment's available. Okay. Uh, see, I, I remember you saying that you're in the midst of moving, but that seemed like forever ago. But it doesn't, you know, a year is not that long, but it feels like forever ago. Yeah, it, it does. But, you know, I've had some health issues that I've, had, that I've, been, that I've been dealing with. But, you know, it's good to see, hear your voice again. And, uh, yeah, I, I think just between you and me, I think Rush set the tone for uh, talk, talk radio because uh, – the other states I used to listen to in the Dallas area, they used to be music format, and now they're talk, now they're uh, talk radio. Hmm. Well, in hey, Dane, Dallas, I'm not for the area. Dane, I want to thank you for calling in and uh, saying hi to Ryan. Uh, I know he misses being here on Overnight America, but it's uh, great to hear from you this evening. Well, you have a good night too, Brad, and uh, don't work too hard. I, I'll try not to, Dane. Thank you. Well. It's interesting, Ryan, because one of the great things when you were sitting in here in Overnight America was that folks got to know you and your family. We got to, uh, not in a direct way, but we got to kind of experience the, the birth of, of Lily. So, uh, And then also, we got to hear great things from Emmett, particularly how he gained international notoriety for writing such classic songs as, quote, Dad's got a big fat belly, yeah, 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 and a song about Dad's got a fat head. So, uh-huh. uh, any any recent classic songs from Emmett? No, uh, he has kind of stopped. But uh, for Christmas, we did buy him this little keyboard for his room. Yeah, and he's been learning some songs, so he hasn't created anything original like "You Got a Big Fat Belly," yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> haven't heard any songs like that yet, but if I remind him, I'm sure he'll start producing that. Yeah, because listen, the the mind that came that came up with Dad's got a big fat belly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to hear more from him. <laughs> it's a great song, and uh, Doug and Donna putting that together. I remember Doug taking the the part of my son and then putting some song behind it. I haven't heard that in a long time. In fact, I'm going to be a little bit uh, honest here. I was trying to find it the other day, and I could not find the song. Oh, no. I know it's safe somewhere. I just don't know where. Well, when you do find it, please uh, post that on uh, Ryan Recker Radio Facebook because uh, folks want to hear that classic tune. <laughs> and, and and the other thing, and I saw this actually uh, on Ryan Recker Radio on your Facebook page. You posted a picture. You were wearing a tuxedo while sitting in the famous Wayne's World basement, party on Garth. Right. So now, we, that was part of a traveling exhibit from Saturday Night Live. So when I first moved here, it's one of those weird things that I tried to get a broadcaster into the Radio Hall of Fame by the name of Bob Seavers. The first year I applied, he did not get in. The second year, he did get in. Now, it's one of those weird things that it was someone that was uh, a legend in the from the radio station I worked at in Indiana. I get fired from that radio station. Then the legend gets in, and I go represent that station to induct oh. him into the Radio Hall of Fame. But, after you were uh, fired. I mean, that's... After I was fired. <laughs> but it was the uh, family is the one that invited me to induct him into the Hall of Fame. So that it was quite an honor that I wasn't going to turn down. No, of course so I, not. So I go there, and it's a traveling exhibit. So you walk through all the SNL stuff. They're like, oh, okay, here's all the 
great costumes from all the bits and here's some of the sets and they just ha so happen to have the wayne's world set now the ro the radio hall of fame was closed down for the award ceremony it was only the people that were going to be part of the award ce ceremony that were allowed in early i don't know if i was allowed to sit on the couch but it was there and no one was telling me i couldn't so and you were a wearing a tuxedo I mean, that was there but you were wearing a tuxedo who's going to tell you no when you look like james bond no nobody's well, going to tell you no that's the thing. Uh, everyone was wearing a tuxedo because it was only the people there for the award ceremony. <laughs> well, it was classic. I, I would uh, I would love to get my picture taken on the couch on the Wayne and uh, Wayne's World couch. That would be fantastic. Uh, you know, I know uh, uh, overnight America listeners loved hearing you know folks like Rich Rubino. So you still have Rich Rubino? He joins you occasionally on St. Louis Talks, right? Right. On Tuesdays, we do Rich at 1130. So after that news from Michael Calhoun, we normally talk and it's a little bit different. So on the overnight show, we would have Rich for about a half hour and we talk about a lot of different things. We we have about 10 minutes with Rich on Tuesday mornings and it's still a lot of fun. And I know a lot of listeners really appreciate it. Yeah, well, listeners appreciate hearing you. In fact, I got a text just now that says I'm actually a bit euphoric hearing you guys. We need more of both of you each evening. Well, listen, I don't think you can uh, you can do double shifts working in the daytime <laughs> and working in the evening. But that's one of the questions I wanted to have for you. How did it affect you going from working nights to going working days? What was the effect on you and your family? Oh, well, it's a little bit different because before I would be home during the day and I'd get a lot of work done around the house. And it was kind of nice because... You would be around and you'd be able to, you know, take a nap during the day when you needed to take a nap. So I enjoyed that type of schedule. Um, but now working a regular day shift, it's like, OK, I wake up in the morning. I go to work like everyone else in the morning. I come home like everyone else. And it's almost like you it feels like you have less free time. So it's almost like I get a nice, nice, uh, uninterrupted sleep at night, which is, you know, fine and dandy. But it doesn't feel like I got any free time because when I come home, it's like, okay, play with the kids until they go to bed. And then you get like an hour until you fall asleep on the couch. <laughs> but that's what I said. Welcome to the 70% of America. <laughs> you know what I miss the most What's is that? all of the people that would call in and oh, yeah. spend time on those lonely, lonely nights. Oh, yeah. I, and that's that's really the great part about doing this show. And, and of course, now we call it at your service because... Overnight America was your gig. It's not mine. But what I typically say is at your service means we get to listen to you. You get to interact. The audience gets to interact with the show, whether it's by phone calls or by texts. And you can't do that with a podcast. You can't do that watching the Today Show. But you yeah. could absolutely do that with this format of radio. Right. And I miss so many of the different callers. And I don't know if I've ever mentioned this on the show, but... There was a couple of frequent callers we'd have that later I found out passed away. And there was a, one woman by the name of Beth, who was a school teacher in Texas. We used to talk about school stuff and she would call in and she pegged me immediately. She said, oh, you sound like you were an average student. And she exactly <laughs> knew I was an average student, but she would call in and she was fantastic. And then I, I later find out she passed away. The other one was the guy that called in. He went by Minister Mike. And he did those Bobo jokes that were so terrible. Oh, they were bad. But he would call oh. in all the time. For I mean, it's from the day one all the way up until the end of the show. But 
on my very last show of Overnight America, he didn't call in and I was really disappointed by that. I was hoping he was okay. I later found out he passed away at the end of 2021. Yeah, that's sad because you, even though it's a, it's a radio show, the, the listeners are like family and you get to know them. And of course you're sad when they pass. Well, that too, but you know, like even Dane who called in there, we used to talk about him thinking about moving and, you know, he went to Southern Illinois and he said he was going to go to Texas. It's like you, you gain this relationship with the people you spend so much time with on the radio. Sure. And I really, really miss that because we really don't have that type of relationship during the middays. It's, you know, you, you have all these different topics and there's three of us hosting a show and I just don't get to build that with the listeners. And that's something I truly mm-hmm. miss. Well, I have had folks just, talk to me when they hear me on the radio and I say, yeah, that's, that's where Ryan used to be. And then of course there's a flood of compliments about Ryan, which are always uh, well-deserved, but here's the point. If folks can't hear you during the day because they're working, they've got other responsibilities. How can they catch St. Louis talks on a podcast? Yeah. I mean, the podcast is available for just pretty much where you would find podcasts. If you do a quick search for St. Louis talks, and you'll see my face on there. So that's probably a good indication you got the right podcast. You have to spell out St. Louis, S.T. Louis, uh, St. Louis Talks. And you can find it at KMOX.com, other places like that. It's always a great option. Well, folks should do that because if they can't they can't get their wrecker fix on Overnight America, <laughs> you know, they could at least pacify their addiction by checking you out on St. Louis Talks. If you want to listen live, of course, everybody knows it's on 11 to 2 every day here on Camo X or check out the podcast. Ryan Recker, thank you so much for giving us a lot of your time this evening. I know folks loved hearing you. Oh, yeah. Get your fix. It was so good to hear. And thank you, Brad, by the way, for inviting me. Oh, my pleasure. And uh, in fact, uh, can you go with Fridays again, Matt? Do you have that? There you go. Yeah. We're going to exit with some Friday with some good Rebecca Black. Thanks, Ryan. Thanks. Hey, we'll be back. We're going to take a break. More of your calls, more of your texts, more of the news of the day at your service. Camel X. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Wasn't that fun talking to Ryan? I I texted him yesterday and I said, Ryan, I have folks ask me all the time, where's Ryan? I said, well, he's on during the day. And they say, well, I miss him at night. I can't listen during the day. So that's why I reached out to Ryan yesterday and I said, hey, 
can you come on tomorrow night? And he, of course, he agreed because he's great with his time. And it was just fun to catch up, to catch up with him and to catch up with his kids and to find out, uh, you know, how he's adjusting and to talk about him being in the same slot that was filled by Rush Limbaugh for, my goodness, 30 years on X. And now he's in that slot in middays, 11 to 2. So, Ryan, thank you so much, my friend, for uh, just letting people have fun hearing your voice, hearing uh, your playfulness, and getting caught up on what you're doing. That was that was a lot of fun. Uh, hey, I want to bug uh, Matt Bajeski here. He's not ready, and he always hates it. He looks at me like, oh, Brad, what are you, what are you going to talk to me about now? But uh, here's the thing. I want to ask. You know what a germaphobe is, right? Yep. Okay. Before the pandemic, would you have considered yourself a germaphobe? No. No, not at all. Most guys are like, nah, germs, if they don't kill me, then I'm going to get stronger. I don't care. Since the pandemic, have you started uh, becoming more of a germaphobe? Not full-out germaphobe. Maybe at the the beginning of the pandemic, I was a little more precautious than than usual, but... After two years now, I'm like, I'm back to my old habits now. <laughs> yeah, and remember right when the pandemic started, I mean, people were were uh, wiping down mail with Lysol yeah. and spraying their vegetables with bleach and stuff. They were so freaked out about this. But, yeah, I'm the same way as you. I, um, I'm always been, uh, not a germaphobe, but I've always been trying to, trying to make sure that uh, wash my hands a lot, use a lot of hand sanitizer. I did that beforehand. But, you know, I've noticed that some people now are just – Freakishly germaphobes. Have you seen that? Uh, Not because, so much because of COVID. Yeah, because a of COVID. Little bit. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, a study came out today that showed that now two out of three people. It was a two thousand uh, two thousand adults were polled, and sixty uh, about sixty percent of Americans said now they've become germaphobes. And I'm just, and what occurred to me was if you weren't a germaphobe before COVID. When, why is it that you're a germaphobe now? I mean, you survived your whole life without dropping dead from being afraid of things you can't see. Why would that change? Maybe, I mean, COVID, I guess, is just so new to everybody. I and guess. it's unprecedented, like everybody says. So, I don't know, it just ca- it caught people off guard and they wanted to play it extra safe, I guess. Well, if you go to a, a, a guy's dorm at any college... Yeah. There's no germaphobes in a guy's dorm, right? No, no. If you can if you can live through that, you are immune to pretty much anything. That's that's the way I looked at it. I mean, when I was in college, I mean, I saw some of the most disgusting things <laughs> that guys would do in college, yeah. and I'm thinking, dude, if you live through that, you know, if I if I don't wash my hands 20 times a day, I think I'll be fine. Right. Yeah. So yeah, but uh, somehow two out of three Americans have suddenly become germaphobes. Uh, again, I think we should. Wash your hands, do all those things, but folks, don't be afraid. I, I, I just don't like the idea of uh, of being afraid. It's funny, we've gotten about three more texts in for folks just talking about how great it was, how great it was uh, to hear Ryan and uh, the, the way that we've honored Rush Limbaugh and had Ryan on. So, uh, folks, keep those texts and calls coming. We always like to hear from you, 314 436 7,900. You know, if you've heard me before uh, in this time slot, you'll definitely know that First Amendment issues, freedom of speech issues, to me, are extremely important. They're important for a lot of reasons, but that's the 
to hate to be this simplistic, but that's the reason why it's in the First Amendment. You know, so what I heard today, it's a story that actually came out about a year ago, but but the lawsuit has been filed and it involves a Virginia teacher. And this teacher accidentally called a student who was uh, self-identified as it was a it was a female student who self-identified as a boy. And the student or the, the teacher called the student she called her she and he was fired for this. The school board voted five to zero to terminate this guy's employment because he called a student by her birth gender. And his position on this is that he's a Christian and that uh, he has a First Amendment right to follow his Christian beliefs. And if someone is born female, they're a female from his perspective. And so he's been fired, fired by a school. And now this is going to be going to court. This is one of those cases that will probably end up certainly at the Virginia Supreme Court. And it may even go to the U.S. Supreme Court, although it will take some time. But think about the issues that are involved here, because you have not only freedom of religion, but you have a state actor, that being a school, stating that you you have to ignore your religious convictions and you have to call this person by the gender pronoun that they identify with, not that they were born with. So it impacts First Amendment issues of freedom of speech in addition to freedom of religion, because now you're talking about compelled speech. You're saying the government is going to force you to say these words. Now, let me put this in a different context. Several years ago, I caught a lot of flack because there was a there was a situation that came up where uh, there was someone who was thought to be a terrorist. Turns out, I don't think that they were, uh, but there was thought to be a terrorist. And they allegedly, at least the FBI thought, that they had information on their cell phone that would lead to possible other potential terrorists. So the government wanted to crack his iPhone, but his iPhone was locked and the government couldn't do it. So the government was going to force Apple to create a program that would allow them to have a backdoor access, the backdoor access into an Apple phone. And there were a lot of people, a lot of conservatives were in favor of this because they were looking at it from a perspective of being tough on crime. And we've got to find these terrorists. And so if there's information in there that could stop a potential terrorist attack, like, you know, some episode of 24 with Jack Bauer, then we've got to do this. And if that means forcing Apple to create this software encoded backdoor into a phone, we need to do that now. And my perspective, and yes, I'm a strong conservative, but my perspective was this. If you are attempting the FBI, obviously federal government, you're asserting that you have the right to force a computer programmer to program source code that will allow you to have that backdoor access to a phone. So in essence, that's compelled speech. The government is forcing you to speak. And freedom of speech also implies the freedom not to speak. I mean, that's why we have a Fifth Amendment guarantee against self-incrimination. 
And so my position was, yeah, we may miss some criminals, but we can't allow the government to force speech. And so my position is the same here, which is if a school district, and again, the teacher's name, I had somebody text in, what's this teacher's name? Uh, The teacher's name is Peter Vlaming, V-L-A-M-I-N-G, and he's in Virginia. And if the if the government can force him to use specific pronouns, that is forced speech. Now, I don't know of anywhere in the Constitution where you have a right to be called by the gender that you identify as because that gender that you identify as could change tomorrow. In other words, you could say on Mondays, I'm a man. On Tuesdays, I'm a woman. On Wednesdays, I'm neither. I'm non-binary. And and so the teachers are supposed to be forced to keep track of all of that? Of course not. That's nonsense. It's nonsense. And from a First Amendment perspective, the government cannot force it because it is compelled speech. So this is a case that you're going to, you're going to want to follow. And of course, I'll be following it here on At Your Service as this issue unfolds because we see these First Amendment issues really just breaking out everywhere, where if you speak your mind, people want to punish you for this. Like if you've, you've heard of Michelle Malkin, and again, I've only got a minute here, I'm going to take a break and the phone lines are lighting up, but you've heard of Michelle Malkin. Well, Airbnb has canceled her ability to stay in any Airbnb facility because they don't like her conservative speech. So they're canceling her. And if you watch any of the liberal media, they'll say, well, this cancel culture thing isn't really real. It's something that's being dreamed up by conservatives. Well, tell that to Michelle Malkin. Tell that to her when she can't stay at an Airbnb. Tell that to Peter Vlaming who was fired from his job, and he's even said as of yesterday he can't find another job as a teacher because he's been blacklisted. Tell that to them that cancel culture isn't real, because it is. Tell that to the truckers who are in Canada right now who are being arrested and even having their dogs confiscated from them because they have the audacity to have a peaceful protest. Tell them that cancel culture isn't real. Hey, we've got to take a break. We come back. Your calls, 314-436-7900, KMOX. Hey, let's go to the phones. Mike, welcome to KMOX. Good evening. Good evening. So I have a comment, potentially even questions about your um, situation with the teacher that was fired. Um, for refusing to call a student by their chosen gender. Um, a, I uh, agree that they have their, uh, the teacher has his First Amendment right to speak as, you know, as he, as he will, um, and freedom of religion. Um, I guess my question, and, and this is just thought, he works for an employer. Um, my employer has the right to tell me if I don't abide by certain things that I, my employment is in jeopardy. Um, is so you're, you're asking what's the difference? 
Absolutely. Um, So now I'm private. Now I understand that's private and public. You got it. That's the difference because the First Amendment doesn't apply to private companies. That's why private companies uh, fire individuals all the time for things that are said, violation of policies. I mean, the the area of law that I practice uh, is in employment law. So I see this literally, Mike, on a daily basis. But a government institution is different. That's why the government can't fire you or shouldn't be able to fire you uh, if you refuse uh, to speak the exact words that the government-sanctioned, government-affiliated school is forcing you to speak. So, question. If it's a private school... That's a different story. That's a completely different story. And then at that point, it simply becomes, if it's a college or a university then there are situations where uh, even private universities have to abide by federal rules and regulations because of the amount of student aid that they receive. So, for example, Harvard or, or uh, uh, Washington University, there are certain circumstances where they have to abide by federal rules because of the money that they receive from student loans. But if it were a private, say, high school, a Catholic high school, uh, or any sort of a private uh, 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 primary care facility like that, then at that point, the First Amendment would not apply. Does that answer your question? Uh, I, I, well, yeah, it, it, um, it answers uh, a question in what your opinion would be of the law. Um, because I, I, I think that, uh, and, and I don't disagree with you on the end result. Um, it's a tough, uh, situation in that both that, the that the individual who chooses to be identified as male and maybe tomorrow female, um, also has that right to identify. And yeah, Mike, and let me, let, let me interrupt you there. And that's a point that I didn't get a chance to make. Absolutely. If someone wants to, to identify as whatever they want to identify, they're free to do that. That's what freedom does. It gives you that choice. And even though I may think it's wrong or incorrect, uh, it's not my job to tell you how to self-identify. And if you want to self-identify as a as a 20-year-old Asian female, you're free to do that. All right? But then I'm also free to use the pronouns that I wish. And that's the way freedom works. But that's my problem with a lot of these liberal positions is that it says, my freedom only works for me, and it doesn't work for you. That's why the protesters after George Floyd, they're allowed to protest, but CNN anchors and CNN analysts want to slash the tires of truck drivers who are also exercising their freedom of speech because they don't agree with the message that's being spoken. Understood. Um not disagreeing on any anything. Sure. I'm just I'm more uh, uh, trying to understand well, and delve into it. the subject because I think it's a, a big subject in in the country right now. For um, and I struggle with that uh, the gender identification and um, I I I, I want to give those people that freedom, but. You know, so I'm 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 on the fence still. So I just wanted your opinion more than anything, and to try to differentiate between you know uh, their freedom and then my freedom to 
not agree yep. or you know choose not to i to to call them as i would normally uh, refer and, to and these are issues that that mike we're frankly going to have to work out in the courts uh, as this issue progresses because anytime you have two rights that are that are coming up against each other like the proverbial uh, uh, unstoppable force meets an immovable object. What happens? And that's where we're at right now with some of these rights, and that's where the Supreme Court will ultimately have to resolve some of these issues, I think, including this one. Agreed. And, and unfortunately, I will say unfortunately, um, that all comes down, it all comes back to politics. Well, it only comes back to politics, Mike, I think, when it comes to who who is chosen by the president because it's not politics that determines how you view the constitution even though liberals tend to look at it as an evolving document conservatives tend to look at the constitution as an originalist you you follow the words the words have meaning so those are are judicial philosophies but they're not exactly politics but you're right it is politics when it comes to who is chosen to go to the Supreme Court, and we're going to see that in a major way here in the next two months when President Biden uh, announces his pick uh, for the Supreme Court to replace Stephen Breyer. But, uh, Mike, hey, I appreciate you calling in. Do you, anything else before you go? No, absolutely, and I agree with you exactly what you said about the Supreme Court. And uh, I won't get into all this right now. Yep, but We're at the end of the uh, show, again, Mike. I'm going to have to let you go, yeah, my friend. Uh, the lifelong Supreme Court deal is, needs to go as well because <laughs> well, it turns into a I could make my views valid for 40 years. Then we're going to have to change the Constitution. Hey, Mike, thanks for calling in. Yep, thank you. This has been uh, At Your Service, and that's what it means by At Your Service. You get to call up, interact with me, ask questions. I've gotten a lot of texts this evening. Thank you very much. Always love getting texts because that shows that folks are listening. And I'm glad that you're listening tonight uh, because I appreciate it. KMOX, at your service. Catch you next week. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.